Live from the Comfort Supply Studios, this is <laughs> Thirsty Mother Smurfin' Thursday. That's right, boys and girls. We are brought to you live and without any advertising interruptions tonight by our friends at Comfort Supply. Also, uh, <laughs> folks at uh, Joe Knows Turf, right? So, uh, listen, it is a call-in show tonight. We don't have a guest because you know what? Matt Ray, it's getting hot. It's getting sticky. And we haven't even got to the we haven't even got to the grass part yet. We're just talking about Sheila. But also, uh, you know, there there could be some problems that are popping up, getting getting ready to get busy, uh, you know, either in or outside the house. And we're here to help you with any and all of those matters tonight. So, uh, gentlemen, how are you tonight? Are you guys ready to go? Matt is commuting on, on his way home right now, and Ray is sitting. Where he always sits, probably with some Italian roast, might have uh, might have already microdosed himself, and uh, you know, no, just with no, just no with just with tonight. caffeine, just with caffeine. No coffee, to, no coffee tonight. I'm, I'm being good. I'm being good. Ray has uh, he has of lines of crushed up no dos right on the desk in case he gets tired. <laughs> Actually, I am I'm literally like up and awake from eight a.m till 11 at night no crashing no crashing you know I mean, what's pretty fascinating though ray was those eye drops you brought to uh the gie in louisville man i tripped for a solid three days off those that was that was pretty fascinating <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> who knew that rohypnol could enter through the eyelid i had no idea either <laughs> matt hey, just got really I... sleepy the, the eyes are an absorptive, an absorptive, uh, you know, membrane or surface because uh, here's a gory fact: if a dog or cat eats something that they're not supposed to, mm-hmm. when they get to the vet, the vet will put one drop of something called apple morphine into their eye mm. and what does that do explain to you okay f- five to ten minutes later that dog or cat is going to be barfing mm. it all comes Wait, back out apple morphine apple morphine that is an, an emetic <laughs> And what the vet does is they just put a drop of that in the dog's eye. And if that dog was eating chocolate bars, uh, too bad, it's coming back up. <laughs> well, you know, I, if 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 Arlie Ermy, as Gunnery Sergeant Hartman in Full Metal Jacket, is to be believed, the eye is not only a uh, absorptive membrane, but it can also be an orifice too. So. Just try to listen to that movie and and, and comprehend what uh, our uh, Gunny is trying to tell us. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, of all the talk of orifices, membranes, absorption, and snorting uh, legal stimulants, uh, we'd like to get ho ahead and open up the phone lines here. You can reach us tonight at three zero four eighty grass. That's eight zero four or three zero four eight zero G R S. Caller, but after, you're live. 
To whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? Gentlemen, how are we tonight? We are good. Who are we speaking with? Yeah. This is uh, Jake, Ear, Nose, and Turf. Jake, Ear, Nose, and Turf. Now, listen. Jake is going to tell us all the dangers. He's, he's here to tell us about all the things that, you know, you can uh, enter rehab for, for hurting your nose. You know, that's what he's here to. T- I think that's what he's here to talk about. This is actually an intervention, so uh, none of us do that. So that's good. But let's talk about you uh, now. If, I don't want to. I don't want to give too much away here, uh, Jake. But I will say this: as uh, Jake reached out earlier this week, and he was kind of randy to drop a little bit of sulfur on his lawn pre-rain, and I told him to go ahead and jinx it and put the sulfur down. So it probably means that he's calling to tell us, "Hey, I just put five pounds per thousand of sulfur on my lawn, and it didn't rain. What the hell do I do?" Hopefully that's not the case, but what's going on tonight, sir? You know what? I, I wish I would have played the lottery because it called for half an inch of rain, and, and we got an inch and a half. And Woo! you know what? You did not disappoint. <laughs> All right. I, looked at, I, looked at, All right. I looked at the weather. I looked at the predictive radar, like a couple of different models and everything for Syracuse because I, I hate I, – I've been there so many times. <laughs> so many times of, hey, man. It's not going to rain. Let's go out and do that $6,000 fairway fungicide app. You know, three quarters of the way through, it's raining. Or, hey, let's go sling that furt because, man, we, uh, that rain's coming. We're going to get it washed in. It's going to be great. Everything's going to be fine. No rain. So no. Uh, been on been on both sides of that coin. And, you know, uh, where Ray lives in Hawaii, it's much like Ireland and the U.K. where uh, if it's not raining already, it's going to be raining. So you have that to look forward to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how how much. is how is Syracuse? How is Syracuse right now? What's what's the weather been like? What's the turf looking like? Uh, I'm not I'm going to spare you the Canada jokes because Matt is trapped in a vehicle right now with poor reception. So what's going on up there? Yeah. Let's hear it. You know, Come on, it, 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 it's Shut hot, hot and dry, which is the opposite of what it was last year. So mm-hmm. it, it's not what I've been expecting. Finally, we got that rain, which is good. But you know what? Uh, my my dad, uh, he has a saying. Uh, he's a cop and in, in, uh, grew up in Queens. And uh, oh, wow, he has this love lovely saying called uh, "You can't fix stupid." And that's true. I, I spent half a million dollars on my education, but uh, despite all the planning with the sulfur and everything like that. I'm actually calling to tell you guys tonight that uh, I'm, I made a big, big old whoopsie. Um, oh God! Oh I, no! Uh-oh. <laughs> so I was, I was, uh, I got home from my 24-hour shift this morning, and uh, I was walking throughout the yard, admiring how how awesome you know the sulfur was was doing, because obviously it's instantaneous results. Um, and I see these yellow spots throughout the entire yard. They're not, they're not in a, a, a natural fashion. They're in a very human-like fashion. And I realize they are footprints. And I track the footprints back to these little blue marks on my garage. And the blue marks lead back to a bottle of glufosinate. Oh! Oh! Well, okay, okay, so... Oh. 
let's talk about the good news and the bad news. For those of you that don't know, glufosinate is also known as Finale or Cheetah Pro, uh, mm-hmm. and it is a non-selective herbicide. However, Ray, please discuss here for our friend the uh, systemic activity of glyphosate and how glufosinate differs a little bit and how that might, uh, might, cautionary, help in this situation. Okay. You are actually not that horrible or in a bad way because glufosinate is not... Absolutely xylem and phloem systemic. It tends to be more of a contact herbicide where you may get a lot of top kill, but the roots and the rhizomes of your grass are probably going to survive this intact because, you know, when he said footprints leading from the garage. I once did a whoopsie myself. Uh, I had been spraying inside of a landscape bed for weed control, and guess what I was using? What? Diquat and Runstar. Ooh. Ooh. And, Ooh. Ooh. and so, okay, uh, all... You know, where where I walked out of that landscape bed right into the lawn, there were size eight footprints all through the grass. And and of course, similarly, I still remember one instance where I had to do a job where I had to total somebody's back lawn because it was going to get me sodded but I had to walk through a section of grass that was not to be totaled so do you know what I ended up having to do carefully taking taking off my boots and walking through the section of grass that was not to be killed barefoot Because, because that's exactly what I've been doing too. I've been barefoot ever since then. Yeah, I, because yeah, no, because the the thing is, is that likewise, what I applied to that area that had to get totaled out was I applied fusillade, diquat, and pilex. Gosh, because they because they were in a hurry and they needed it dead fast. I couldn't wait for glyphosate, so I, I gave them diquat. Yeah. So, but then the the good thing is is that in the case of the glyphosate, there's a very good chance that the grass will come back. Whereas conversely, I would be a lot more concerned if the footprints were from concentrated glyphosate, because what I know about glyphosate is that small amounts will cause total death. Small amounts will cause total death of grass. And grass is especially susceptible to glyphosate. So it's kind of in your favor that you 
stepped in glyphosate rather than glyphosate. See, yeah. there's a there's there's a glass two thirds full here. So <laughs> it, it wasn't here. This is uh, were you referring to your old man and saying that you know you can't stupid or you stupid mistake or what? What was that in reference to? Uh, what I was just saying is, no matter how much education you have, you can still make mistakes. Oh you, you well, yeah, I mean, but <laughs> but. But hey, <laughs> I guarantee, I guarantee you will never make this mistake again. I'll guarantee that just as I guaranteed that rain the other night. So and that's that's the, that's the unfortunate part about uh, this industry and and many other like it. I mean, hell, I, you know, I'm I've got blinders on when it comes to, you know, doing the kind of stuff that you do where people's lives are literally online. I mean, we kill grass, man. It's just like, hey. You know, you, yeah. you used to be able to say seeds cheap, but seeds not cheap. But um, you know, there's ways around it. But uh, you got to you got to learn how to fail, and you learn. And so, uh, you know, it's uh, clearly what you need to do is have a separate shed that doesn't get burned down. That is for uh, all the non-selective herbicides only. You know, yeah. skull and crossbones. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We, Ray, we should build it out of cinder block so it can't catch fire. Matt won't like exactly. that. Exactly. Be why, why, why is everybody hating on the fire? Embrace it. Well, well, you know what? I, I have no objection to a good shed fire, okay? I mean, uh, if it's junky, you know, light it. Light listen, it, okay? <laughs> That's what I say. What, what we it. see as a cinder block shed, Matt just sees as a uh, giant sized chiminea. That's really all it is. <laughs> I see biochar. Yeah. Uh, who was that? The, good point. Who was that? Who was that guy that made uh, biochar in his front yard and is like in his uh, Kingsford Grill or whatever? Who was? Oh man, I, can't. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go find that now. I got hey, somebody. No, somebody needs to let like me a, know that guy. Didn't I can't we have like, his a, name. like a like an after show where dude <laughs> was stuffing like uh, what was that like? wood into his uh weber grill and he said here's how you all here's how you all make biochar and the three of us were collectively looking at this and thinking you've got to be freaking joking me (laughs) matt actually had a stint put in after that real true story i did i did (laughs) uh actually justin put in my stint he's not even a heart surgeon but he did it for me all right, so what do we got? What's going on here? Anything else with the lawn? I mean, the hot and dry. I know over into like New England, it's very they're very droughty right now. But uh, yeah. what what are you anticipating? What are you anything else you're concerned with? I thought the can you talk to Ray for a second too about your uh, pH and sulfur situation? I thought that was yeah. rather interesting. Yeah. So. Uh... I did a spectrum Malik three um, mm. at the beginning of the season and and got a, a pH of seven point one on the front, seven point two on the back. Um, and you know this was after I did a about an inch and a half or two inch sand cap last year. Um, oh, yes. so I knew it was a little diluted, I but my sulfur number was seven parts per million. So mm. Uh, mm. yeah. We think about that, right? Okay, here's what I think about it because 
I'm familiar with sulfur also as an essential plant nutrient in that having adequate sulfur promotes nitrogen utilization because did you know that amino acids in plants are highly dependent on having adequate sulfur for the plant to be able to synthesize those amino acids. So a severe deficiency of sulfur will actually contribute to yellowing and poor growth of grass and plants. So I consider sulfur another element that it's not a good idea to run low on it. You know, that's going to affect your color. What I have been seeing has been, I mean, for the most part, what I'm seeing is dealing with issues of shallow roots in the sand cap, right? So especially mm -hmm. in the areas where, I mean, I, I didn't do a perfect job of, of laying it all evenly, but where it's a little bit deeper, say it's maybe two and a half, three inches, um, you know, things are drying out really quickly. And I'm getting this very mottled look, like it's, mm -hmm. it's almost like not cheetah print, but just very mottled, uh, yellow and and mm -hmm. and. and um yellow and green so I, I wonder how much sulfur is contributing to that or if that's just straight up drying out plus i i, I don't have a, an actual in-ground irrigation system it's all me you know moving a sprinkler around right well what i can tell you about that is that this is why i keep on pounding on this concept of folks when you fertilize you need to when, when necessary and when indicated, you supply a broad spectrum of nutrients, okay? I mean, uh, because yeah. as I say, uh, it ain't a steak without the baked potato. Sorry. Mm. I mean, I'm, mm. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. And right. I'm also going to put it out there. You're hating on the low-carb guys. No, I mean, because, uh, and likewise... It ain't pizza without the Italian sausage and pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm here. Yeah. Well, hey. You see. <laughs> so that's why when I look at turf that is mottled or chlorotic looking, I start to think what nutrients is that turf missing? And also, I don't think that it's only a mononutrient. It's got to be probably most likely the full spectrum of nutrients. And by doing that, you often get probably better results versus just throwing down one element in isolation. Yeah. Justin, okay. let me ask, yeah. are you are you getting the, the the dehydrated graying look of the turf? Uh yeah. Or is it you are seeing that? Yeah, you know, when it when I, I, I go a, a couple days when without watering and it's been that, you know, dry little bit of wind. Um, yeah, it gets that like dark green and then uh oh. You know, like that dryish, grayish green. Sure. Oh yeah. So a couple of things. I would uh, I would strongly encourage 
at least to experiment with. Don't necessarily go full scale just yet, but I would uh, do some FAFO with some uh, wedding agents for sure. I, I can tell you from experience that on a sand cap, I'm assuming you used 100% sand on that sand cap. It wasn't like a root zone mix. <laughs> yeah, it was 100%. Okay. So uh, definitely you're going to want to use some uh, some wetting gauges because it's going to be really tough because uh, sand caps are great in the sense of what they provide in terms of leveling, in terms of uh, you know the drainage properties from the top down. However, you know the drawbacks are that if you can't manage moisture in times of drought or you can't tolerate times of saturated conditions when it's real wet because the water basically ends up like a bathtub where it hits the sand, goes down through at something like, oh, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten inches an hour, and then hits soil that perks at like one one hundredth of an inch per hour. So, you know, yeah. that's the that that's the reason that on a lot of the sports fields that we do, you know, the putting a pipe every twenty feet and having it drained at that's all well and good, but that's the reason we like to use that sand channel type of system because you know, we're creating oh, roughly 11% of uh, capacity and going down deep, right, within the soil. So the uh, water's only got to run like 10 inches and get down there. So a long story short for you is that long term to manage this, uh, you got a couple of things that you need to do. One is manage the interface between sand cap and existing soil or subsoil now as best you can. So trying to keep that open and freely moving as much as possible. So I don't necessarily think that you need to pull cores unless you have excessive thatch, but I would be a big fan of solid tiny. How big is your lawn again? Uh, about 7,000. Okay, okay. So, uh, you know, uh, you look at a couple different options here. I, I, I'm not super clued in on a, an aerator that size. I know people like the billy goat. I don't know if it comes with a solid tine type uh, uh, tine hey, option, but hey, what? You know what? Here, I have, I have an idea for a Please small lawn and in cases where I have concerns about, you know, infiltration, mm -hmm. I go totally medieval and old school on that lawn, pitchfork. Pitchfork will work. You know, yeah. pit, I mean, it'd take a know, while, but I mean, look at the... Just, you know, you honestly, know, I did start... it manually during the renovation, so I, I can do it manually again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I just, uh, because a pitchfork is probably my favorite implement. Like, if I'm dealing with a localized spot that has a water infiltration issue, first step is get out the pitchfork and drive holes in that to get the water down. But I may get creative and start cutting trenches through lawns and refilling those trenches with sand. Yeah. <laughs> so how much time, I, I, how much free time do you have, Justin? I'm sure you've got just shitloads of it. Don't you? You're a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, basically uh, I would say about two hours. No, just kidding. I, honestly, all of my free time is spent on the yard. It's my one hobby. It's the one thing that I do that keeps mm -hmm. me sane. So see, it's what he's, I, I think what I heard there, Matt, was if he can do 20, 24 hours saving lives, then he could do 24 <laughs> hours a week saving lawns. Seems plausible. Exactly. exactly. I, I get it. I get it. So what's a, so what's a, so what's a couple of hours, uh, you know, 
punching holes uh, every couple of inches with a pitchfork. Hmm? Exactly. What, what's a couple of hours? Uh, that actually what, what's sounds a like a really good idea. Because you can think about I'm all the aggression the you can take out. Go out there and get the exercise too. You know. Because yeah, really work on those tries. Well, <laughs> not gonna not gonna lie. Uh, for me, uh, the pitchfork works when I visualize all the people that have been di- just disrespectful. Put a fork in them, they're done. <laughs> so, listen, I think you need to get out of town for a while, lay low, and uh, put that, that that trident away. So, hey, listen, the only other question I only other question I have before we open this up to some other folks is uh, when are you when are you coming on the show? You know what? Uh, I was actually thinking about July because I I've got a Ooh. little bit of time off in July. But all right, well you. You schedule it and you make it real. That's all you got. That's all you got to do. Email jpink mail at the grassfactor.tv. Get it set up. Yeah. Do it. And let's do. Let's well, talk. I, I Justin, I'm sorry. I'm just going to grill you with questions about your profession. Like I'm. I just apologize in advance. It's. It's not going to be a lot of grass talk. I'm sorry. It's going to be. It's no, going to be about we'll, all the, we'll the horrific. After show. Yeah, the extra long after show will be at all about all the horrific things that Matt has uh, inhaled, ingested. has uh, ingested, and the uh, all the hearing Insulated. loss that he's suffered in the in the in the plant by not wearing proper hearing protection. So really, like you could be his savior. You could be the one guest that saves uh, all the good things about Matt. Yeah, yeah I've snorted some weird things, Justin, and I I just want you to tell me everything's going to be okay. Just lie to me. <laughs> Got to save that throat because he's going to need it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Justin. Hey, thanks for coming on tonight. Email seriously. Email Jay Pink. Do it now while you're thinking about it. You got a minute and you have some clarity. And let's get it done. Let's get you on here. All right. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. You guys have a great All night. Right, appreciate it. Appreciate it, dude. I'll tell you. I and I say it over and over again, but it blow, blows. Blows my fucking mind that a medical doctor, right, a guy way smarter than we'll ever be, is calling us for advice. Blows my fucking mind. Hey, you know what? I, did, one I know, of my and I'm best. I'm gonna ask him questions I... about. I snorted in college. <laughs> You're gonna get you, well, and you, and you, and you know what? You, uh, and it's hey, it's just in ho- it's just hospital policy, but you're probably gonna have a copay, and it's and it's probably gonna hit your uh, your out of pocket. I mean that that's fine. To hell with HIPAA. I mean, I just I need answers. I really do. We'll get a signed notarized release before we get on the show. Uh oh. Here we go. I'm nervous. Caller, you're live. To whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? Hello. 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 How are you? Am I on the grass factor? Is that is that what's happening? Uh, could yes, be uh, if you if you want us to pretend like it is, we can, or we can lie to you and yeah, tell well, you it's something else too. What we can, you'll have well, to. I don't know. We can do. This is great. You'll news. Have to enter. I got some serious questions. All right. Oh, Who man, are you? Where are you from? I live in Oklahoma. I live in Edmond, Oklahoma. My name is Preston, 
and uh, I've sent you guys an email about oh, my big, shit. giant, oversized lawn that I've got going on here, and I'm really working hard. But I would like to be working ha- smarter, not harder. Because if you, I mean, I'm push mowing oh, twenty three thousand square feet every other day. Every other day, yeah, this guy. Every other day, this guy's. This guy is on nor- wanna, on on Nor's level. I don't want to buy a, like a. I don't want a middle of the road solution. Like I can't afford a twenty thousand dollar mower. We bought our first house, so. They all told me that, you know, well, you should go just buy a zero turn, cut your Bermuda at two and a half inches, get some Scott, and, uh, you know, everything will be good. But I've I've gone a different route. Preston, uh, can I share the picture? Can I I, I share the picture you sent me real quick? Can I have J-Pink throw it up? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Hang on here. So my question is this. Here's where I got three questions. Number one. I want to efficiently get in a position to have a triplex setup on my lawn, right? But I need to be level Mm -hmm. first. And I don't have any equipment, right? So I don't have the ability to uh, pull my garden tractor and stand. I don't even have a gorilla cart. I have one John Deere mower. I have one Mm -hmm. Scott spreader. And I spray my lawn with a two-gallon Lesco pump sprayer because I'm working. I'm, I'm kind of figuring out if I want to pull the trigger on like a big rig, like a 25-gallon guy, or if I want to just do a four-gallon DeWalt battery-powered call it a day. But anyways, this I'm guy, this guy, fu- this guy fucks. All right, how, how do I you want to get for the rest of us? Huh? Twenty thousand square feet. Okay, twenty thousand square thousand. Twenty-four thousand three sixty-five. If we want to be specific. Okay. Okay. Uh, here's the God thing. Damn. I have. No I got a program issues. for you. I'll, I got you. Yeah. Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead. Okay. I would have no problems uh, dealing with twenty-four thousand square feet of Bermuda, but there's just certain pieces of equipment. You know, that need to be in place. Number one, walk behind greens mower, minimum 22 inches. Mm-hmm. And number two. Does it matter how many it, blades are on it? Well, it kind of does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because kinda does. For, for lawn height Bermuda, I'm suggesting no more than eight or nine blades because okay. more blades are better if you're working at green height, but when you're working at what's considered T oh. height and fairway height, which would be a home yard, you're looking at what would a eight what or would nine an blades. outfield like a pro outfield height be? Like if you're looking at a major league oh. outfield, is that the same as a fairway height or a little higher? Uh warm season warm season you're you're gonna be somewhere in like the half inch to five eighths. Maybe yeah. a scotch mm-hmm. taller, but not much more on Bermuda. So, that's, okay. you know, that's kind of uh, where I'd like to be. So here we go. I'm going to throw this up here real quick, and we'll see if this is in your wheelhouse. Jay Pink. And by the way, Jay Pink, if you want to throw the ad thing up, I don't care. All right. Judge me if you need to, Jay Pink. All right. We've got Ray, a uh, 2009 Toro Greensmaster 1600. So, 
Uh, Preston, this is a 26-inch wide mower. Comes with a grass catcher. Walk behind mower. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 34.75. It's got the roller. It's got the grass catcher and the wheels, so you can have the transport wheels on it. Slide down. Let's see a picture of that bad boy. Eight-blade reel set up for you, ready to go. This thing would be a badass. Uh, Ray, what do you think? 1600 on a 24,000-square-foot lawn. I bet you he could do it in... Hour and 10, hour and 15, maybe? Yeah, that's what maybe, I was going to say. Yeah, maybe about that much. Well, and by the way, working one of these machines is actually not that strenuous or difficult because nope. every week I mow 16,000 square feet in about an hour. But how level I, How level do I need to be before I bring a reel? Not very. I, well, I mean, not on. very. Really? Yeah, I was going to say, I'll fuck you up on this because my backyard is not level. It's over, it's like 22,000 square feet. I cut it with the John Deere 220E. It takes me about 50 minutes. Um, and and no problem it is problem. not okay. level. I've never put the first bit of sand on it. I will never put sand on it. And uh, never it, say never, it just is what it is, and it does fine. Yeah, I, you see, I think that's now, the thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I do have We're all charged up about this. So. The, how, what's the idea the Instagram that you you guys should watch or throw it up, find it? It's uh, what goes in. It's like NFL Films Game Day or something. What goes into getting the field ready? And they highlight Lambeau Field because I guess it's one of the highest north fields with whatever kind of grass or live grass fields. I don't know. I'll tell anyway. you what. I'll I'll tell you what, man. When a grass area goes on national TV, chances are. That grass just gets painted, okay? It just gets painted, or depends on the year of the sport, field, time of year in the sport. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, agreed that but, field that that field was recently sodded. However, uh, I can put it to you this way: in that, if a lawn is mowed with a walk behind greens mower or the equivalent. Most of the growing season, the grass is going to look more than acceptable, okay? Because mm -hmm. conversely, uh, when I see Bermuda grass that is rough cut, like over an inch tall, I basically yeah. have to avert my I basically have to avert my eyes and try <laughs> not to throw up. okay? That, that's just me. I understand all right. completely. All right. So, so you're, you're, here's my here's my question because I'll forget. I go got for it. Super bad ADD. When I saw the field, I noticed that it was a tiny little bit of soil and grass, and the rest was a massive amount of sand. So then I started reading about a sand cap, and I'm wondering, mm -hmm. is that an advantageous thing to do for someone like me, who the cultural, the work side of it, whatever the additional workload would be, is not a deterrent. But I wouldn't want to do something just because pros are doing it and because I've got a real clay, a port-built loam soil, uh, then oh. that wouldn't be the right play. Does that make sense? Actually, I'm trying to take it step by step. Yeah. Yes. And, and, okay. and I, and, hold on. Before we go down the greens mower route, I, I, I will defend a rotary cut Bermuda. You're in, you're in Oklahoma, right? Yeah. With the right... PGR program, the right fertility program, you can have 
inch, inch and a half. Uh, do you know what kind of Bermuda you have? Is it 419 yeah, or Oklahoma? A, I'm guessing yeah, 419. No, 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 no. It's a medium. It's The cultivar is called Astro. Oh, yeah. So it's, um, mm. yeah, it was actually Oklahoma bred State the, the Astro Durham in Texas originally. And then when they put the roof on top of it, from what I've been told, uh, the sun requirements uh, were no longer met. And so they had to go with an artificial turf. Okay. Some people okay. call it nine iron Bermuda, but it's a medium blade poor man Tifway four nineteen. Actually, okay. So the... and, and again, back to the to the to the rotary cut or thing not... here is under under keeping it, maintaining it under regulation. Yeah. You, you can at least get it. it, it it's it's going to look nice. I'm telling you right now, it's going to look nice at an inch, inch and a half, and you'll be able to see, and that will give you something to work towards right like you could say all right i've done this for two years i've peaked it to the to the absolute peak that i can get it now i'm ready to go to the next step right and and make that commitment to a real mower and sand capping it and then but what i would do first is i would just start real mowing it next and then get that under your belt and and then from there choose whether or not okay you know am i scalping in certain areas Is is it on point do i do i do i even need sand at this point and then make that determination. I take it step by step. Yes, you can go ahead, jump all in, you know, spend, you know, eight eight thousand dollars on on getting it pristine right out out the get go. Or you can make it a bit more of a journey and and take it step by step well, and figure good. out what you like and what you don't like. I should have told you about yeah. the journey because I've already been. The journey last year was every, I don't know why I used to like tall grass until I kind of had my own short grass. And so, long story short, I said I'm going to keep this. If the U.S. Open can have three-inch Bermuda rough, why can't I have Bermuda rough that tall? So I, I kept my lawn at three inches last year, with which is Bermuda. And I got videos and pictures you can of get course. on my Instagram because everyone's like, oh, I'm sure it was awful. You had fungus. I didn't because I mitigated it with water. I didn't overwater, and I almost let it go dormant because I was so worried about the fungus that would associate with the extra water. And it looked good. But yeah. – um, I am at a point now where I'm I'm already scalping. I'm one setting from the lowest that this mower will cut. I've got the back one notch higher than the front because I feel like it cuts it just a scotch higher where I'm able to keep it right now at about, I don't know what it is, maybe an inch and three quarters. And that's the lowest that it can be without scalping a bunch of spots. And so I'm, I'm obviously at the next point will have to be real mode. Now, before, I, before you cut yeah. me off here, my next and final thought is I like <laughs> green grass year round. And so I'm at a point where next year I'm going to do one of two things. I'm either going to paint my lawn with endurance turf paint or I'm going to overseed with rye. It's going to happen. And so okay. is there, like, uh, do you guys have a preference? Oh boy. But, uh, dude. Tobacco road golf course. I vote rye. I vote rye. Fuck your rye. Oh. No. <laughs> no. Okay. You were okay. gonna say that. For I me, knew it. For me, uh, my position on warm season grass going dormant in the transition zone. Yeah. Paint it. Just paint it. Okay. Just paint it because paint it. you see. Fake daddy. Rye, putting rye into <laughs> Bermuda comes with a cost regarding next year's health of the grass and long-term health of the grass overall it comes with a cost because for me 
every move I make on turf grass, I'm always weighing out what is the long-term cost of this management decision, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm always thinking it. And so when somebody tells me they want me to do something because it will make the grass look nice right now, steam is coming out of my ears. Because, yes, you will make the grass look nice right now, but you will fuck yourself over later on. And when that happens, what I'm going to tell you is, didn't I tell you so? <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unpack this uh, one level at a time and using my man Matt's favorite, uh, favorite verb, unpack. So let's start at the top level and work our way down. So the first thing to understand is this, is that what you see on uh, what you see at uh, Southern Hills, which also has mm -hmm. Astro, wall to wall. It does indeed. Uh, Dwarf Bermuda on the greens, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a summer club. They, 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 they there's that is a whole. If you said that that was a different world, I would tell you that you're wrong. That is a different fucking galaxy, man. Like. <laughs> You need to be on at uh, the Naval Observatory or on some mountain to see that shit. So, yeah. <laughs> that being that being said, same thing uh, at the NFL level. Which the, uh, I'm going to say this: those guys are incredibly gifted at what they do. I mean, talented beyond. And I'm yeah. Am I stroking them off right now? Absolutely, but because they deserve it. Uh, so what you see there is literally every artificial advantage that you can possibly have to grow grass in places at times where you shouldn't be able to, they have. So yeah, they got PVC you, pipes running like hot water to get the soil temperature where they yeah, want it's all pe yeah. yeah, it's all pecs. Yeah, it's all pecs. on an airplane. Incredible. Yep, yep. It's, it's all pecs underneath. It's about two inches apart. It's running a glycol heating system through there, and they can cool it too. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah. Listen, the, the the level to which those guys go is a, is a complete of the world. The fields that you see on television that are natural grass, that especially are in harsh climates, every bit of, you know, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 4 to $5 million with the technology and construction methods in place there and materials to make that all work, right? So far different for two acres than you're half an acre, right? You're not at, uh, what would that be, $2 million an acre, so if we if we if we scale that down to yours, it's only a million dollars. So I mean, we can take out a second mortgage on the house, probably. I think, right? I mean, you know, rates are going yeah. up, but yeah. there's still still an opportunity here. Yeah. I mean, we talk to the wife and Makes just, sense. you know see what's up. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm all Good in on it. Practical decision. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Just think about the resale value, man. I mean, market's hot right now. You know, just you know, twenty years. Oh, yeah. yeah. So okay, back to reality here for a second. Uh, going down a couple of levels here. I I think you have a lot of good thoughts. I think you have a, a vision of where you want to go. I think the ma the things that you need to think about are how you want to get there. And when I say right. that, I mean how much money do you want to spend, over what period of time, and what are the waypoints that you're willing to accept along the way? Because getting there all the way quickly is going to be a very expensive and messy proposition. Um, not to say that you shouldn't, because I work with people all the time that say, I want X and I want it right now, just like Ray was saying. Mm -hmm. And 
Yeah, yeah but can't you that, buy one of those you, little, like, uh, those Toro, I don't know what it's called, Real Masters, like Connor Ward got, that's not the best pimp type machine on earth. But maybe, yeah, that's what we were showing you. His was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay, is it a ride? A rider? Okay. No, it's yeah, a, it's a walker, thing, but. Here's the thing, though, is that you see that uh, these. Look at that bitch. 20, 20, 26 or, or, or 22 inch greens mowers. I can tell mm-hmm. you right now that these guys are made to cut grass fast. Okay, they're made to do the yep. job, and even for myself, like this morning, I was blasting through about five thousand square feet of rather thick zoysia grass, mm-hmm. and guess how long it took me to cut that down from say two inches down to three quarters of an inch? Guess how long Jeez, it took oh, wow. me to do that? Fifteen minutes. Well, try more like about a half an hour because I double cut. There we go. Half an hour. So, and that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Here's, here's why I think the, 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 the 1600, the 26 inch mower that we're showing you right here is a good starting point. Okay. For a couple of reasons. One, a triplex sounds great. But man, there's a lot of shit to maintain on a triplex, and I'm not trying to say that to yeah, scare you. Yeah, I'm just saying that I, I was going to ask about that. I figured that would be l- true. Hydraulics, l- if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Yeah, hi- hydraulics. If you don't have a lift motors. in your garage, it's going to suck, Dick. I'm just going to say that mm-hmm. it's going to suck. Suck mm-hmm. balls. Yeah. Going to suck balls and, and dick and balls di- actually. And and here's the thing <laughs> to be aware of. Did you know that even Connor Ward, a lot of times. What man has to end up doing is all the areas that he cannot get his triplex into, he has to trim cut with his 1600 or his 1000. He still needs his walk behind Greensmore to catch all of the areas that he can't get his triplex on. So, yeah, that, that makes I'm, sense. So, I'm thinking that for, in any case, isn't it probably, Ryan, a good idea for people to start with the walk behind? Because even if they graduate up to a triplex, they're still going to need it for trim work. Exactly. So I think mm-hmm. that the 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 yeah that makes the sense. Path, that makes sense. Here's what I think we should do. This is no shit. I think you need to come on the show. And I'm not uh, no bullshit. I think this is a great thing to unpack. It seems like you're extremely passionate about it. And have again have a vision. I think where you're struggling with is okay. Like, what you know? What are the what are the barriers, right? That maybe I see or I know of, or, you know. And then trying to identify those and how to overcome them, and then set a reasonable expectation for time frame and budget to get there. Because we can lay all that out. I mean, it's it, it's not hard to figure all this stuff out. It's just you know the the hard part is making the decision of how quickly do you want to get there and what are you willing to sacrifice? Because a lot of times that's what it comes down to. It's, Hey, I'm going to buy a ball and mower, but I'm going to wait to do, you know, my sand leveling, or I'm going to, you know, not jump on that PGR program this year and, you know, do something. So that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of little choices that go into it. It's not just like one silver bullet thing. And I think you understand that for sure, just by the way you're talking. So I think it'd be a fascinating episode to dive into and uh 
Listen, JP. I would love to do that. And 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 I'd like the last question I have for you guys because I know there, it's like you know fertility is a business. I get it. Like I got some cannabis farmer friends here, and they're like you know mm-hmm. so excited about this new fertility item, whatever it is, pellets, liquid, and they're telling me all about it. And the label is really cool looking, and it's like artistically drawn. Oh, and the bottle feels oh, very Lord. nice and quality and durable. You know, the lid has a nice click when you turn it, and I. And I look at it, and it's still, you know, NPK and some other stuff that I can go buy at site one for the lawn for 8% of the money. And so I don't want to buy into the lawn hype of soil amendments, but I did at first because I had a really high, I tested my irrigation water also because my calcium and magnesium, I've mailed you guys my soil test. I'd like for you to look at that too. I think uh, Matt sent me an instagram and was telling me that it was a decent soil test because i i have i'm doing two sides like my main stage is what i've learned from you guys like literally from lawn care not grass factor uh pete at gci who else there's this this really interesting regenerative agriculture podcast called like i forget what it's called I had, it's, it's like an acronym three letters but these guys talk about farming and how you know, to input more and less and get more kind of situation. Well, anyways, on one side of my front yard, I'm running 100% a particular YouTuber's plan, exactly like what he tells me to. And then I've got a spreadsheet for the cost because when you, when you magnet, you know, when you multiply that by the size of yard that I have, I mean, you got to be making some coin to implement their programs for a yard, even my size. And so I'm trying to figure okay. out if I can do it cheaper. And so on my, anyways, long story short, one side is the uh, uh, YouTuber's PDF plan, and then the main stage is my plan. And it's a lot less, but it's real heavy with Carbon Pro G. And I feel like that that's what's brought my soil pH down from the 7.6 that it's at two years ago to the 6.1 that it's at now. But I can't I don't prove believe it. it. I don't believe it. Because yeah. I don't, know what it, I don't know what it would be. Because for one thing, I question that much of a pH drop simply by applying carbon-based products to it. Okay? I don't believe it. I'm a skeptic. And... Secondly, uh, I should I should throw out there that for the first year, I put an inordinate amount of carbon pro G on the lawn. I mean, forty pounds okay. per thousand square feet. And that's, you know what? Sir? That's it. That's only. That's not that, that much. I mean, that, that's per a drop in the bucket. Every yeah, thirty per days. application, but yeah, but even even at that amount, that's a drop in the bucket because. For all of this organic, find my shit kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I personally have not seen results until that carbon-based stuff is literally 25% of the soil profile. In other words, you're mulching or top-dressing the lawn with that stuff. Yeah, or and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're building and, up a topsoil before you lay the sod. Yeah, and, and so... Because I'm not made of money, and I know my customers are not made of money, and I'm also aware of the downsides of 
high organic matter in soil, mm-hmm. I go another way. I'm of the belief that grass creates its own organic matter provided you provide the nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, and micronutrients that it wants and needs. You don't need to add it. As long as you're feeding the grass and the grass roots are growing, you don't need to add it because grass will create whatever organic matter it wants and needs. And it does it every time because I've even seen grass sodded on top of straight sand Guess what happens in one year? Guess what happens? That sand turns brown with organic matter. Whereas when it was brand new, that sand was white because it had nothing in it. So, so in other words... Yeah, that's a great point. I don't know. I I really don't. And I don't claim to. And I I wish I would have done more research from a, you know, an, an academia standpoint. I was just, excited about doing you know like you guys say i think ryan says it best sometimes the hardest thing to do is to do nothing at all it's tough mm-hmm. it takes discipline it's it takes experience easy. and i think that's one thing that um i'll be i'll be dead honest here and this isn't like i'm not trying to blow smoke or shade whatever you want to say but uh um i think that there's a lot of people in the retail space in the big box retail space and also in Long care YouTube that exploit that need, that urge, that itch to do something, right? And to feel like you've accomplished mm-hmm. something just by simply checking the box when maybe that was good and, or it was definitely good or maybe it made no difference whatsoever. And sure, the yeah. sad part is is that it's it's hard to be able to tell that unless you're willing to parse it out and figure it out. So here's what I would like to do. Okay. And I'll speak for my compatriots. Is August fourth is our next opening on the show right now. We got a little void in our <laughs> schedule. Would love to have you on. I understand that that's two months from now. And certainly we have several call in shows scheduled between now and then. I'd encourage you to call back, talk to us, and kind of start picking through this plan. But here's what I was at, here what I would ask you to do uh, as you if you w- are willing to commit to that date as you prepare yep. for that. Right is. Think about in real terms. I'm saying no bullshit. Think about where it is point B really is. Is that uh, the former, you know, the, the is that uh, Southern Hills Fairways, right? If, if that's the goal, that's fine. Like you have to have something to shoot for and then we can work backwards from there, right? If I have no outcome, I can't tell you what the budget's going to be. Or I need you to come up and say, hey, listen, I'm, I don't know exactly where I want to get yet. But I know that I can only spend X, right? Or maybe you marry these things up yeah, and you're able to I really like define to it. I would spend $10,000 and be able to have a real mower and something with a wide-ass cutting swath for my backyard for the meantime. Because that's kind of the long pull in the tent is the time. At my backyard, there's nothing in there. It's a square. It is all turf. Oh, no, not a tree. There's one tree. That's it. And so... Uh, I don't, I don't want to commit to that yet. I want to be able to cut that quicker. And so whether it's a, you know, one of those rotary style walk behind things or a, a, a tractor that I could use down the line, I think if I could come up with a way to have at least 48 inches of cutting width in the back and something that I can begin the real, mo- you know, the real mowing journey in the front, 
and, and spend 10 or less, I think that's a win and not have gypsy products, right? Like something that's quality that is going to last for an extended period of time. So we can, Clearly, we can shoot for August the 4th and do and, and try and make that happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. Preston, if you're watching the stream right now, I encourage you to, we'll, we'll probably get you hooked up with one of these. Oh, you're yeah, standing on the grass. Because, Watch this later and well, check but, out the real mower. I'll send it to you. On, I'll actually send it to you on I do. Uh, the Twitter machine. And, and then, uh, Ryan, you, I'll, I'll resend it to the grass fact or to the email that I send. But you guys take a peek at those two soil tests and uh, see if anything stands out that's problematic. And then uh, hey, we'll hopefully be able to do this again uh, in August, early August, August well, 4th. We're going to do it in August. Hey, listen, without giving yourself away, doxing yourself, anything else, what do you generally do for a living? Like, what's your what's your industry? Let's just say that. Not it is job. the aviation industry. All right. So this guy fucks Part 91. Flies. Part 91, aviation industry. So I don't know. Okay. I deal with um, I deal with uh, Cessna and Citation products. So those are right. medium sized aircraft. Yeah. Look okay, at this guy. Okay. Well, I just grow grass. Well, that is neat. That is neat. And try not but to kill. Try not to I, kill it. I yeah. Uh, I help people that have a lot more money than I do find the airplane that they need to fit their needs for their life. Okay. I help people well, find the grass that they need for their life. So this is going to work out great. <laughs> Perfect. You're a grass broker, yeah. and I'm an airplane broker. What a Wait, uh, when, when when it comes time for me to buy an airplane, I know who to go to now. See, this is good. Absolutely. I got, I got, we I, can make I, it I got happen. A, I got a guy. You know, you yeah. know a guy, you a guy that can put you. You know in, a guy. Yeah, you guys can go do some scouting of the, of the grass at 350 knots at about 15 feet above the deck. Hey, and rare, you're in all... Hawaii. Hell yeah! Yes, sir. Hell I'm in yeah. Hawaii. Oh, man. I'm in that's, Hawaii. That's on the bucket list. Got to do some some. I'd like to take a helicopter ride in Hawaii one day. Please do not. Please do not. Oh man! Please yeah. don't. Hello. Please don't. Well, gentlemen, because... I appreciate your time and your wisdom. And like I was telling my wife, like, you know, I, listen to me. I didn't, I've never, I'd never mowed a lawn until 2020. We bought a home in 2020, went from the, you know, I lived in Dallas and up high. And then all of a sudden I've got this big yard and I thought, I don't ever want to mow the lawn. That's awful. Well, I stood on a golf course and I was like, man, what kind of grass is this? And they said, oh, it's just some crappy Bermuda. And I'm like, wow, that's what I have too, but it's nothing like this. And that's kind of where the journey began. But how do you do it? Dude, what do you awesome. do? That's you the see, question. That's, and then all of a sudden, YouTube taught me mm -hmm. so yep. much. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for that, that I didn't have to just figure it out, that there were people that have been there and done that and had the wisdom. You know, there's a great uh, group of words that I would encourage you guys to read called the Deserata. And that's what you guys have been. And I'm grateful because my lawn is 10 times better what it would have been had I had to do this on my own. So super grateful for that guy. Tapped off in a, a good hell yeah for that. Hell yeah. August 4th, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm jacked. Like, I am looking forward to this. So this is going to be fun. So, all right, we're going to get you out of here on that. We appreciate it, man. Uh, and Cheers, guys. Keep, Have a good keep, rest of your night. Keep sending pictures. All right, peace, man. Look at that. Look at that. And all that in, in Matt showering, but unfortunately J Pink won't put the cam up. That's the uh that's the comfort supply cam right there. Oh no, nope, you can't see it. So uh Uh oh. <laughs>
Caller, you're live. To whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? Hello? Hello? Am I talking to... Hello? Hello? Hi. Hello? Hello? This is Ben. Oh! Hey, Ben. You need to be quiet. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I will. Listen. I will. Ben, uh, listen, 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 listen. For all of you that don't know Ben, Ben is seriously, this is no shit... One of our earliest and most loyal followers, uh, community members uh, within uh, the Grass Factor and the Thirsty Thursday community. Uh, we seriously, we wouldn't be out here uh, and doing this still without uh, a lot of people like him. And Ben uh, will ask a ton of super precise and insightful questions, and that's what I love about him. So I'm sure if he's picked up the phone and called tonight that. Uh, one of two things have happened that he is either drinking or he has had shit hit the fan and he's curious and wants to know some more information. Maybe both. Ben, is it good news or bad news? What do you have for us tonight? What's well, up? I've been, uh, been, I've been saving up like it's uh, prom weekend. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I've, <laughs> I've got some questions for you. and uh, Let's hear it. Hopefully you can, yeah. So, um, question number one, uh, probably uh, for Ray. But um, mm-hmm. over the over the winter, I added a um, uh, sprayer tip filter, a safety mesh filter, a forty five degree stainless steel uh, elbow, and then a um, QJ. 8360 uh, mail inlet quick jet uh, from T-Jet. Mm-hmm. Right. Ever since, ever since I've added that, uh, I'm assuming it's the uh, the quick T-Jet uh, that's causing this, but my my uh, sprayer does not prime without taking either the tip off or um, you know disconnecting the wand. So I was curious I- I know, exa- I know exactly. I know exactly what that is. I know exactly what that is. Yeah. That that QJ mail uh, adapter with the check valve on it. That guy is strong. I mean, that will hold back up to, I believe, ten psi of pressure. And you know what? I love that. QJ nozzle body because without that nozzle body, I would be dripping the likes of Exteris or Signature all over people's sidewalks and driveways. Because, and you know what those products are colored? They're colored bright green, and once that hits concrete, it ain't coming off. Okay? So. That's good to know. But the problem is, is that if you have a little electric pump sprayer, Mm -hmm. those pump sprayers are not good at purging air. In other words, if you have air in front of the pump, it does not do a very good job of generating enough pressure to push that air out of the spray system and allow liquid to flow and so if you have that 
QJ nozzle body on there. That diaphragm check valve is strong enough to hold all that air in and not let the pump purge the air. So you are quite right. You, if you have that, you're going to have to take the tip off to prime it or disconnect the entire elbow and nozzle body assembly from the wand and just, you know, purge your ear. You will have to do that. And uh, that's just how it is because I don't experience that, of course, because I use all engine drive sprayers, so that's not an issue for me. Right, right. Right? But okay. then if, if you just have a small electric pump sprayer, I don't, I, I think those sprayers have a real issue with air if there's a check valve at the tip they can't pass the air they're just not capable of you know burping that out yeah yep and and i have a, a four yep. gallon uh strom uh backpack so um that that would explain that mm -hmm. yeah so. and because you know i've come to the realization that most Backpack sprayers, I think, with the exception of the one that I think Maruyama puts out, all of those use small three diaphragm electric pumps, whereas the Maruyama backpack sprayer uses a plunger pump. A plunger pump is very different because a plunger pump is good for extremely high pressure and air does not bother that pump because essentially that plunger pump turns into an air compressor and it'll purge that air if it needs to. And, I mean, if it's Maruyama, you know it's going to last a really long time. And cost a butt-ton of money, Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. And, and, cost, and cost a lot of money because they're... Uh, MS uh, LI sprayer, I know that that guy goes for like, I think, $400. But that's dropping the last lifetime. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that sprayer kicks butt because how's this one? 150 PSI and at least a gallon per minute. Nice. <laughs> that's it's the nice. Peter North yeah. model. But then that, 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 that's 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 four hundred dollars though. <laughs> you ever seen a, so, a cut? Um, you ever seen a cut? Oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> don't I don't know where you were. Not with if if it was if it, if it wasn't if it wasn't Ben as the caller, I, I I wouldn't have the same amount of respect. But Ben, please continue. Oh wait, is this is this Ben Brinkman? The yes, listen, yeah. Hi, Mr. Chatty Cathy himself. Ben, shut up. <laughs> we already, we already I, went through I, I will, this. I will, shut up. I will laugh after all my questions. Okay. Yeah! Look at that. <laughs> Assertive Ben. I love it. All right. Um, so uh, last Sunday, um, I popped my uh, feature, Cherry, uh, with a little bit of manganese in the mix, add it in. Um, and I'm not certain that I noticed any 
sort of color change. Um, I'm curious if, um, so that was not expected. I was expecting to see uh, something. I, I even had a little bit left over uh, in the tank um, where, I, where I did the waddle through a portion of the yard. Um, so effectively, you know, sprayed it twice. And I still couldn't see where I did that. So I'm, I'm curious if there's something bigger at play, uh, maybe within the, the soil that's not allowing um, no. the micros no. in, in future to... Go ahead, Greg. Ben, I have to stop you because the only time you get a dramatic color response from an application of feature or similar products is number one you're dealing with a very alkaline soil and number two you're dealing with a condition where your turf grass is sulfur deficient manganese deficient or iron deficient or magnesium deficient then only if one of or all of those boxes are checked only then do you get a color response out of feature but if everything else is in order and the grass is picking up adequate micronutrients and sulfur, you can spray feature all you want and the grass is not going to get any greener. So if your grass is already green and you spray feature on it and expect it to get greener, uh, I'm going to disappoint you. It's not going to get greener. Yeah, I, I for sure was not going to for you know the 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 youtube steel green bluish uh mm -hmm. uh turf grass that that was not the goal but i guess i was expecting to see something and when no, i didn't no. i was curious if i had something wrong no you know what ben oh. for me when i apply feature and the grass doesn't get dramatically greener I pat myself on the back a little bit because that, <laughs> well, because you know what that means? That means that the grass is not deficient or lacking in something. All, you know, all parts of the program are in order. On the other interesting, hand, interesting perspective. Yeah. No, but on way. the other hand, if I apply, like say feature, and uh, or even the greener SP with some nitrogen and the grass turns a stupid shade of green, heads are going to roll. Might even be my own head because something is not right in the management of that lawn. Hmm. Okay, I have a very uh, alternate pers perspective, I know, because what I, I take it as is that's similar to that whole dog pee thing. Because, <laughs> okay, never mind Royce's peepee, -pee, okay? Never mind his Roy, pee -pee, No, but... listen, address <laughs> it properly. really <laughs> worried about Royce's. Royce's Red Rocket. Yeah, Royce's Red Rocket, yeah, because for me. Rolls off that tongue. If and his pecker. Royce. Royce. Yeah. But if poor Royce. Rocket. If Royce goes on the grass. And 
the grass doesn't turn any greener from it, then that means that the ginger has been feeding the grass enough stuff and the ginger has addressed any soil issues. Like, say, he, he says that the grass turns greener because the urine is acidic. Well, then, uh, dear ginger, better get to it and acidify your soil because I know that in a lot of parts of Utah, those guys deal with pH 7.5 soil. The soil is extremely alkaline up there. And that needs to be addressed. But, you know, going back to you, I would almost take it as a good sign if your grass is already acceptably green, you apply feature, and it doesn't get any greener. That means that the grass is not lacking or wanting in anything. Here, in Demay, I've got a feeling you have a contrarian uh, take on this. I'm guessing. Do you? To what he's saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I think no matter what you apply, whether it be just uh, wait a second, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make everybody bad. I learned this on YouTube. Chelated iron. Uh, <laughs> it, Go to that. Hell. I'm already there. How much further do you want me to go? <laughs> until until chelated leaves your vocabulary. We need to go that deep. Oh yeah. I don't I don't I don't I don't get that kind of gas mileage and gas is too expensive right now, so I'm sorry, but um so uh I don't have a contrarian view other than to say that ye, it, it is tough to see one app results from any of these products. Uh but I think I, I I really appreciate what Ray is saying because, you know, I I've truly never thought of it that way, and I think it's one thing that you know there's always going to be a visual response when you apply products like that over time, and I would say that the quicker the response, right, the closer you are to being whole, I guess. So uh, I would I would continue down that road and see where you land, but I don't know. Matt, what do you think? Okay, so most people, when they are used to applying foliar iron, they're used to getting that that real quick ferrosulfate look, right? The, the blue-green. And, and Ben, I know you said you weren't expecting that, but you were expecting to see something, right? If you're already peaked, Correct. then you're in, in order to take it beyond that to be able to see something, then you're going to have to enter that artificial territory well. When you're talking about a chelate of the size of EDDHA, you're you're not getting the same foliar uptake of that molecule that you would out of a ferrosulfate molecule. So, again, you're going for an iron three molecule versus an iron two molecule, completely different size, much bigger chelate that's that's wrapped around it. So you're not getting the same level of foliar absorption. So you're not getting the same. Uh, excuse my French here. You're not getting the same force fucking of iron into the plant to get that artificially dark green color because a lot of it which doesn't make it in foliarly just due to the molecular weight is going to be root absorbed and remember that in order to be root absorbed you know that's going to be dictated by nitrogen demand it's going to be dictated by the, the plant as well right so if you're not if if you're pulling adequate levels from your soil to to, to begin with in order to to get it to produce a darker green color, then you're going to have to get more into the plant 
than the plant wants to have in it. And therefore, the only way to get that into the plant would not be through the root because the root is smarter than that. You would have to force it into the leaf. And the way you would have to force it into the leaf would be using the smallest molecule possible to get as much of it into the leaf as possible. Does that make sense? It, it does. And, and kind of what you're getting to is that's probably not a healthy choice for the plant. You know, there's no, no, no there's nothing wrong with it. detrimental. It's just it's uh, it's a it's a false sense of security that you're getting out of it. That it's, a, it's, a lot of it's, times, it's more temporary. It's more yes, temporary. It's very, it's very temporary, and likewise, it's easy to go over because one of my worst things that I've ever done to someone's lawn involved potassium nitrate and ferrous sulfate non-chelated. That was the worst thing I did to somebody's lawn. Because do you know what happened after I made that application? Uh, I turned it turned black. If it just turned black, I could have lived with it, but it went from black to brown, all in the space of fifteen minutes, and that's just because I put on too much iron, trying to get more green and 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 that's what what i was going to say is that the 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 risk with it becomes is you you make that iron application and then subconsciously that becomes the new standard of green for you right so you're always chasing that and then that becomes the new management practice is keeping it at this artificial level of green and and that becoming your new management strategy is a problem um, however, if you've got an event where you're going all out and you're going for that artificial green look, totally makes sense. It's temporary. It's there. It's gone. But if if your standard of care becomes this this hyper uh, 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 saturation, I, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, hyper saturation of of, of iron, iron in the plant. It's it becomes ridiculous at that point. Isn't there it, somebody it become, that can become detrimental? Isn't there somebody that's out there that's using like twenty ounces per thousand of Ferramec? I'm sure. Like I'm religiously. Sure. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who, wasn't who hasn't wasn't done there, that? Though? No, no I'm talking like over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, there you was somebody... know they're out there. I see. I see it all the time on on the YouTube. With I've got a micronutrient product, and what am I going to add to it? I'm going to add iron product, and that and you, you're you're, gonna, it's redundancy gonna... at that point. And it, it just gets silly because you're you're compounding the same uh, effect on top of one another. It, 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 at that point, you're you're eliminating all agronomy and just uh, it, using uh, whatever you can to artificially inflate color, and uh, and it's it's doing you no favors long. And Ben, the reason why I can even talk to you like this is because I know that you went on a soil pH management program. And so when you manage your soil pH appropriately, your grass is inherently going to be many shades greener versus the internet jackasses that aren't paying attention to their soil pH. And instead, they're finding whatever they can spray or spread on their grass to get that grass temporarily greener while still ignoring their actual issue, their actual agronomic issue, 
which would be soil pH. Right. Am I right? Am I right? Because since... that, That would be correct. Yeah, because since you went on your, you know, soil pH correction program, one of the expected outcomes of doing that, and the reason why I do it and why I push for that is, imagine having a lawn that stays as green as it can without me having to run around and try to saturate it with iron. Can you imagine that? I mean, how easy my life gets that I don't have to do that. Right. Save time and money. The grass always is green. <laughs> and and uh, again, it's okay to do. I don't want to shit on it as if it's a bad idea to, to chase that from time to time. Uh, but it, it should not become the new standard of care, right? It's like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I could equate it to something more ridiculous. All right. How, how about this? When you do, uh, when you when you get a prescription of opiates from the doctor, and that first week that you take it, and you feel absolutely amazing and young and full of energy and all that is great. However, if your standard of care becomes starting the day with five milligrams of Percocet, and then uh, for breakfast you have another <laughs> five milligrams, and then after dinner you have another five milligrams, and oh, you forgot the five milligrams you took at lunch, and then. Uh, that doesn't work anymore. And so now you're snorting 10 for breakfast and then you're snorting 10 for lunch and then you're snorting 10. You, you see what I'm saying? It, you're, you're, you're constantly chasing something that isn't, isn't reality. Is that, are you it's trying not, to say that the, yeah. the, the lawn's going to get constipated? Is that what you're trying to say? Um, yes. I all those perks? When you, when, you, yeah. when you come off of it, you get really shaky and cold. It's not going to be a good time. Because, I'm just thinking about that that four day old perk shit that you're taking. Yeah, and, and the other thing you're so backed up. It's like well, a shook up beer cons- can that hasn't been. Opened I can't. Yet, you know? I can't. Yeah, I can't do yeah, that, man. Because, like it's. I, <laughs> yeah, I because can't, the, I can't because the thing that the other thing to think hernia, about hernia surgery with I yeah that was bad pushing iron seriously no is when you push high rates of iron. Here's the downstream effect of that. You then displace magnesium, manganese, zinc, and copper. You then displace that in the plant tissues. So, again, when I see these guys bragging about how much ferrous sulfate they applied to the grass, I then have to think now... What is the downside of doing that in terms of actual agronomy and plant nutrition? Especially if that's how they take care of their grass is every week to two weeks, uh, let's throw down the double dose of ferromic, right? And all ferromic is is ferrous sulfate, sulfuric acid, and urea. That's all ferromech is, for example. So it's not even chelated. That That's your small molecule right there, Matt. <laughs> yep. Yeah, ex- exactly. And so, and again, we're, we're, we're beating a dead horse here, Ben. I think, I think, you know, we've, we've tapped on it enough, but, um, yeah. and I, and I think, I think this is a common thing with, with, 
uh, with chelated iron sources, especially large molecular weight uh, chelated iron sources, so that people apply it and then they get frustrated because I didn't get a color response. And then you start applying more and more and more and more chasing uh, something that you aren't necessarily looking for. Right. And um, so right. anyway, that's that's the point. But if you do, if you do want that color response from feature, there's a way to do it uh, is just start doubling your rates until you get the color response you want, because eventually you'll get there. Uh, it's just, yeah, you, yeah. It, I mean, it, it might it might cost you one hundred dollars to do. it. Yeah. Some is yeah. good. More is better. Right. That's exactly. It's like taking uh, acetaminophen um, uh, Tylenol. Uh, one gram of Tylenol yeah. is not enough. Uh, you you really start to feel good somewhere around four grams, and you're you're shitting your liver out. Yeah, your liver is sitting beside you, giving you the finger for doing that. <laughs> essentially, so don't ever. If anybody listening right now, don't ever take a gram of acetaminophen or four grams of. Um, there you go. Yeah. Do do not because again. Your liver will be sitting beside you, giving you the finger, like, as in, why the hell did you do that, asshole? <laughs> uh, somebody asked about the carrier pH when mixing feature. Um, it, you, you may speed up a little bit how quick it goes into solution, but it doesn't really matter. That's the whole point of an EDDHA chelate is that uh, you, you don't have to worry about that so much. Um, so it's unimportant. That's not going to affect the efficacy of the product. Again, High molecular weight chelates like that are just not strong color responders because you're relying on root uptake uh, and not on necessarily foliar uptake. So you're only going to get as much into the plant as the plant wants versus a low molecular weight product. You're forcing it into the plant beyond what the plant would normally want, depending on rate. How about that? Sounds good. I'll uh, move on to, uh, to the next one here. Um, so last year I had some, uh, yellow nut sedge along my driveway. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was late in the summer, um, August, uh, when I, uh, finally did something about it and I, uh, dabbed some, uh, gly on the, uh, the nut sedge and it was tall because, uh, when I came back from vacation, it was, uh, no joke, probably um, over a foot tall, uh, with my with my grass being eight to nine inches tall. Uh, so, mm -hmm. but I have noticed that I have more yellow nut sedge coming up along my driveway again this year. Um, so, a couple questions. Uh, one, um, what would be an appropriate chemical control? uh other than glyphosate and two um is there something hmm. um about that area that would um i don't know allow for lack of a better word allow nut sedge to grow is it is it something in the soil that is more favorable uh, for the conditions no. or is that just where the the nut decided to drop and and, and out comes the sedge yeah, that's that's just where it is, and that's and it's just going to grow. Uh, you're not you're okay. not going to make well. Okay, you, okay. Technically, you're going to see it follow patterns of water because that's where the nutlets are typically typically going to follow when uh, you have big heavy rain events and stuff, and it kind of follows that. Um, typically, you'll find any carrot species uh, is going to follow water patterns just because the size of the nutlets. That's the easiest path for it to, to move and spread and all that fun stuff. Um, but on the flip side of this. 
is one thing I hope you learned is that glyphosate is not very effective on nutsedge. Um, even so you're going to have to start getting up into the concentrate range, uh, like of, of actually painting concentrate in order to, uh, to really make use of, of glyphosate for nutsedge control. So as far as what else is out there that would work for you, there's lots of different options. Uh, you have, uh, sulfonylureas like Solero, uh, Hal Sulfuron, uh, certainly Sulfal Sulfuron, uh, Trifloxy Sulfuron, uh, what is Katana Flaza Sulfuron? Um, all of those are, are highly effective, but you have cool season I need to grass. Kind of, yeah, so I believe Ben is limited to either Halosulfuron, Halosulfuron or Celero. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, other option is Mazosulfuron. Okay, and then the good thing to do would be, because you know you have nutsedge in that area, the way I'd approach it is I would broadcast or zone spray that area next to the driveway that you know is growing nutsedge with sulfentrazone. And where I'd put that sulfentrazone in is starting with the spring pre-emergent split. Okay, I'd start it there. I mean, I'd be uh, mixing the uh, St. Patty's Day for that one, which would be... Uh, prodiamine and sulfentrazone and putting that down but which is I, funny because you can buy that as a pre-formulated product what, what what is the name of that product uh this was the uh it was an echelon i believe it was yeah yeah but then mm-hmm. do you know what i don't like about fmc sulfentrazone premixes y- yeah you, know you what have I don't no like rate it? control over your sulfentrazone versus your and not only that right it's annoying they they always put in such a hot shot of sulfentrazone mm. anybody that uses their products just fries the unholy hell out of the turf i mean it's such a hot shot because for me my preference for maximum turf tolerance is four ounces per acre equivalent to be you know moderate and to stress the turf the least six ounces per acre if I absolutely cannot afford to make multiple applications per year and I can only put down two rounds of it, and I'm, I'm speaking to all of the pro applicators out there that have a limit on how many times a year they can apply, uh, then I say, okay, you know what? Put down six ounces and six ounces, but warn your customers because this is going to hurt a little, but it'll work. You know, that's that's just how I would handle it, because I know that's what I told Lushy uh, when he was asking me about this is you put down six ounces per acre of sulfentrazone in the spring, but warn your customers because that is hot. That is hot. And but then, you know, if he's okay with it, customers are okay with it. Cool. But then otherwise, my preference is to do multiple four ounce applications but of course other caveat is pull sulfentrazone out of the rotation once temperatures go above 85 degrees because above 85 degrees most grasses with the exception of bermuda grass have trouble tolerating it it's too much and so that six rate that would be on the 
uh, on your front end of your split app? Front end, and actually you do it twice. You're doing mm -hmm. it twice. You, the whole goal is to get down 12 ounces per acre, either in three applications of four ounces per acre or two applications of six ounces per acre. Please don't do a single 12 ounce per acre application oh. on cool season grass. It would not be. Or, or even. Or even People do that? Even oh, even yes, they do. I've Holy even shit. seen the results of even an eight ounce per acre application of that makes my dick sting. on on warm season grass and my goodness uh take a sedative before you look because it's not good ray have you ever passed a a uh sulfentrazone solid state kidney stone that's that's the, when i hear 12 ounces of the acre that's what it feels like nope i i haven't done it and by the way actually you know, like royce on a regular day taking a piss that's what yeah, it feels like. Exactly. That's what it, because <laughs> by the way, I'm probably going to jinx myself, but I've never had a kidney stone. I, I never have either, and I've 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 had my fair share of uh, iced tea and oxalates, and uh, so far, so good. Actually, I think for me, what it is is that for the last, I want to say, two decades, I've avoided most oxalates. I've avoided most oxalates, period. I mean, of course, maybe there's a Hell little in the yeah. potatoes, but I don't overdo it. I don't think uh I don't I don't think uh Ben gives a fuck about oxalates. He's got a strong gut, strong mental fortitude, and uh you know, if he engages you in conversation, you know that he's serious because mm -hmm. uh, he is not a man of many words, and that's okay. We appreciate that about him. We appreciate that when he uh, he does speak, it has meaning and purpose behind it. Isn't that right, Ben? Absolutely. Love you, Ben. I, I try not to waste your time. I know you guys are busy. and uh, No, I, shut. Listen, you know, now I'm going to tell you to I, shut the fuck I up. Appreciate, I appreciate <laughs> it, everything you guys do. Ben, ben is, yeah. is working in IT We're to protect worthy. people's personal, personal information. We are literally here trying to protect people from making bad grass decisions. It's a little bit different. The stakes are a slightly less by yeah, in most magnitudes cases, of lower. 10. So, yeah. Then um, one day when we well, grow up, uh, we, just, we want your level of professionalism. That's all. That's true. And, and listen, <laughs> well, uh, here's, here's, the, here's the best qualifier, right, that anybody could ask us when they come on this show, okay? And this is true. This is, this is the honest-to-God truth. Has anybody invited you into their, into their house and tried to pay you while being completely nude? If the answer is yes, then you're on our level. If the answer is no, then you are above us. You, we are not worthy, and that's just where we're at. Matt? Don't yeah, yeah, aspire I mean, to do anything that we do, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do not. Do not, because uh, then, you know, you never know. Guys, I have you your payment have inside. Mm. You never know when you might have to go warrior on somebody and flip them into a wall. <laughs> Matt, well, can I, I pay I'm you just, with this, I'm just this $50 ball gag? If you, if you, yeah, if, if you want sure. a good answer, uh, you, need, you need to ask a good question. So uh, I try try to be precise as possible. You do. And I, uh, listen, I, we appreciate that about you. And 
we appreciate your support. Seriously, it is people like you that uh, are loyal and that uh, that uh, you know always come back to our content and watch and support us. And so, seriously, like no bullshit, we can't thank you enough. Really, cannot thank you enough, Ben. Love you, Ben. Anytime. Love, Love you, you too, Matt. Ingray, Ingrayan. Yeah. All right, Ben. When are you coming on the show? Oh shit, he left. I was going to ask him when oh, he yeah. was coming on the show. He yeah, he, he, he knew I was going to ask him. He knew I was going to ask him to prom, yeah. and then he left. Let the grass factor dot TV. I, I I guess we're not going to prom. Can we ben. Stream, just... can, we, can we live stream the prom? I want to. I want to. I want to watch this. I want to see <laughs> the May with some funk music on and. Oh, you know, six or seven uh, Elvis juices in him, and ooh, I could just you put, dude. Listen, that. you get you get me you get me tuned up and put some fucking Parliament on. Oh, oh yeah, buddy. oh oh <laughs> oh boy. My and uncle George needs a little George Clinton in their life. Uh, mm, if you yeah. would like to call in three zero four eight zero four seventy two seventy seven, that is three zero four eight zero four. Seven ass three oh four eight oh four seven ass or three oh four eight oh four seventy two seventy seven. Uh call in. We can we can talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk. Or you can write in too. We can we can we have a, we do have several mailbag questions to to dive through here real quick. Me, sure, uh, shoot me, put them out there. We, let me, let me, let me listen, get this up because there's some questions from earlier in the chat. If oh, here's a, here, here's one talking. We love to talk. So All right, so listen. Uh here's one from way earlier in the chat. This is over an hour ago, and sorry. Motion detected asked. Okay, call. Go, go ahead, go ahead and answer. Hey, caller, caller, for a second. Can you here. please let us, let caller, us answer this? Corporate accounts need a speaking. Please hold. <laughs> Matt doesn't even know what that's from. All right, I have no idea what it is. That's from Office Space, uh, oh, which you have I to have watch at some point. You will cringe. Uh, I, I can't I wait for you to watch Office, Office Space. Space, but it's been a long time. All right. Motion detected ass. Can I spray AMS at 7 p.m.? Oh. Call. Uh, hey, sorry. Sorry. We just have to can answer I this spray, question real quick. Can I spray AMS when? At 7 p.m., uh, I think it's 0.2 pounds uh, of N per M and two gallons of water per thousand. Leave it on the grass until the irrigation kicks on at 4 a.m. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, what what temperature is it at seven p.m.? Surely it's not like ninety eight point nine degrees, but you know, maybe it is in South Florida or something. And in that instance, yeah, it might get a little spicy, but you're probably spraying it on St. Augustine, so you're probably going to be okay in that regard. If you're spraying it when it's a hundred degrees outside on perennial ryegrass, uh, and 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 trying to do that, but again, you got two gallons of carrier. You're at point two. You're fine. Uh, you're you. I notice a lot of the questions I'm getting right now. People are way overthinking way yeah, because overthinking things. okay i need to kind Relax. of like put out a little a little rule of thumb regarding liquid nitrogen applications and my little rule of thumb that has served me well is for every tenth of a pound of nitrogen from ams or potassium nitrate i like to have a gallon of carrier per tenth of a pound. Yeah. Fair enough. And if I'm doing my nitrogen via urea, be it straight urea or Umax, I like to see 
no more than two tenths of a pound per gallon of carrier. And that has kept me from roasting grass under most circumstances. And yes, I'm normally spraying this last thing in the day as the sun is going down and irrigation will come on the next morning. I just wanted to put that out there as a, as a PSA for everybody that's wondering, am I going and to that be is, okay applying? And that is like ultra insurance policy right there. Like you, you're not, you're yeah. not going to screw anything up with that. Uh, because mm-hmm. I could tell you about the dumb things I've done that make that look like, <laughs> uh, harmless by comparison. Yes, exactly. That's that's driving a car at 40 miles an hour in a 50 mile an hour zone wearing two seatbelts and a harness and a helmet uh, compared to what mm-hmm. I would be doing, which would be a motorcycle on a wheelie with uh, no clothes on uh, under the okay, influence because, of drugs and alcohol. Yeah, because Matt uh, and gotten away with it with tr- with no issues. Yeah, true. True or false. Uh, for example, we want to get spicy. What would happen if you applied 0.33 pounds of N per gallon as ammonium nitrate? Whoa. I mean, I mean that's hot, but that, I, I mean, again, you know, when I, when I was cutting my teeth in this, it was nothing to go out with <laughs> half a pound, three quarters of a pound of ammonium nitrate and uh, two gallons of carrier. And, uh, and, you know, setting, setting things on fire. And, and what was even crazier is that when I was cutting my teeth in this, you also had, uh, you know, What's... several, several ounces of M- MSMA in the tank going down, uh, at the same time. <laughs> that was, what's the, uh, was the, remind me, we got, what's the, uh, spite rate on the ammonium nitrate? Uh, on a scale of one to 10, it's around a 14, uh, because you apply <laughs> it every week until they Hey, lawn boy, I'm cutting my that. lawn too much. <laughs> Yeah. You're, you're yeah. putting too Will much fertilizer in. Oh, man. Oh, really? I ain't ever seen grass grow like this, man. Please, can you help me out? I, you got to make this stop. <laughs> it is just, it is growing so damn fast. Man, man I don't okay. know. I've never seen that happen before. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all On the other hand, nothing. You can't, you can't. Matt, cut it. Matt goes past. The, left. Matt goes past On the, the 87, hand, the 89, and the 93 octane right to the Cam 2 racing fuel. <laughs> okay. Because conversely. <laughs> I do the I do the opposite aviation fuel, where actually. at some point in time people just get the California rate of cutlass. I no and, right. I, I, know, I, w- I was trying to, to make it grow so much that uh they they, they would they stop nagging you. Whether, yes. Um, yeah, they would they, they, they would stop nagging you and hassling you. Ever again. Oh yeah, because you know what? I never get the complaint that the grass is too green or not green enough. I never get that complaint. However, I do get the complaint that the grass is growing too fast or else it's growing so fast that the you have trouble keeping up with the mowing. And at that point, that's when it's like, okay, I have ways to correct that. <laughs> It gets a little, a little. Uh, that's where you can start having real fun with your, uh, with your PGR program. Uh, mm-hmm. Whoever the caller was that hung up, feel free to call back in three zero four eight zero four seventy two seventy seven. We'll, we'll, we'll get you in here. We just, we just wanted to answer that because, uh, you know, it was asked like 
an hour ago. Yeah, that, oh God. That's, that's a serious question. Yeah. I'll take. Oh, caller is back. And showtime. You're on. Thank you for calling in. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? I was calling to see if, uh, you know, you guys know how to burn grass. Uh, yes, that's oh. one thing we do really well. Um, <laughs> yes. and we drink beers, and uh, yeah, what 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 do you got on the menu? You want? Uh, uh, but, lo- uh, how about some live lobsters, baby? Uh, absolutely, oh, absolutely. Oh, I, I, yes. I, I I think you're gonna need to go down to AutoZone or Pep Boys to buy some Roach Clips first. <laughs> I, I'm getting some road sodas right now. Uh, <laughs> they Chinese they place? Pep Boys, don't they? Lushy, Chinese place. Real quick, I just want to finish my thought on this. Whoever the no fucking lawn nerd was that came in that day, that that guy right there needs to burn in hell. Do you all remember who what? I'm talking about? The, the lawn. It, it was no. uh, the lawn nerd. You you remember that last time Lushy called in and I lost my shit when uh, oh, the guy. The you guy lost your shit. I, I, yeah. yeah, I actually and called in the next time and was still traumatized from that incident. That was when. When Steve Klein called in, and we had a great call with Steve. Oh Klein, yeah, and, and old old Dick uh, asshole in the uh, uh, in the chat was being a jerk about Wait. it, and it was and we timed yeah. that perfectly. Who's Dick and, and who's in. asshole? It was Lawn Geek. The, oh, it was lawn geek. oh, the Lawn Geek. The lawn, yeah, the Lawn it was, Geek. Wait, hang yeah. on. Or Grass Geek. It was not the Lawn Geek. It's not the guy on YouTube. There is a Lawn Geek on YouTube. It was not him. It was a different handle. Uh, so no one go oh. over there and say anything to that guy because it was not him. Uh, but this guy okay, was a grass real geek, yeah. piece of shit who was commenting on jo- us. Joe's and uh, yeah, Joe's yeah, got he can, he can Joe's burn. got that right. Yeah, you see, uh, and that's why secretly, Matt, I've been wishing or hoping for grass geek to come on when, okay, Ryan and I have both had a long week already. Uh, Ryan Fuck. is like qu- quarter in a bag. And of course, I'm having a bit. Wait, a, a not so good a quarterback. Week. A quarterback? And you quarter, didn't share? No, man. No quarter. No quarter in the bag. But then that's that. Anyway, that's that New England clam chowder, the white, not the red. Yeah. Is that yeah. the red uh, or the white? I can never remember that. Because, ma'am, ma'am, red? nobody, no self self respecting New England or. I love hey, I, that's that's a great line in that movie. By the way, Ace Ventura should definitely be on the watch list. By the way, if you don't oh know what we're talking God, about, yeah. what a great segue! You've got to be a member. You got to come join us. www.patreon.com forward slash burner return. Uh, we unearth and uh, move the rock that Matt lives under, and find all of his insecurities, and we expose them to the light <laughs> of day. It's a great time. It's a great. It's great fun, and you also get to participate in a lot of cool giveaways. Also, our Discord community here, in which you get tons of questions answered, and we have probably one of our best spokesmen who gets questions answered all the time. Even gets the live luxury of a FaceTime chat with me while he is freaking out about a lawn. With <laughs> oh. <laughs> them, you don't get that. You don't uh, get. At, listen. At, you don't get that. Hey, Eight, nine hey, o'clock hey, I'll, I'll call people. I'll call people out. Me. I'll call people out here. Listen, you you hit up Alan Hayne, Ron Henry, any of those other guys. They're gonna be like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I'm sorry, I can't help you. But you know what? Mm-hmm. You Facetime me. What? I'll help you out. I'll talk to you for 20 minutes and let's walk through this thing. Figure it out. I've yep. listen. 
I've forgotten about more fucked up turf than those guys have ever even created, and that's saying something right there because they fucked up a lot of turf, and I've forgotten about a lot of fucked up turf. So I'm just saying <laughs> it ain't a bad deal. It's not a bad deal it's, for the oh. ten bucks. It's it's not. That, and that you one, know, with the no, whole with the whole watch party deal. thing, you know, we've it's, we have a lot of fun, and I've got to watch that, that last one. Tell, and, uh, listen, real quick, real quick. Watch Pulp Fiction. Thirty seconds to us. You watch Pulp Fiction, and you had a moment, like you had several moments. That it was I, I've never so seen you profound. act. It was so profound. You act like that. That's that's the first time I've watched a movie that, and I, and I can't tell you how long that when I finished it, I was like, I want more of that. Like, I can't believe yeah. I missed it. I was so disappointed it was over because like it was such a was good, good story. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, so it was. It, I, I don't know. It was just. It was. A, it was. A, it was a life changing experience. Uh, Lavendi. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a joke here. Uh, it, this is. This is an actual frame of me when I was uh, uh, watching the movie because I was absolutely blown away with what I was seeing, and I, I did not know movies could be that profound, and it was very interesting. Uh, Lavendi says, "Are you guys really that helpful? If uh, I'm, I'm new, if so, that's awesome." You know, look, I we can ask our good friend John John Perry. John Perry, should people become Patreon members and and uh, and you know help help support our movement here? I would. I advise would advise anybody who's thinking of doing this not. To. Okay, no, that was probably not. <laughs> hey, the John, listen, listen, every, hey, 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 he, everybody's well, entitled to their opinion. And uh, and so you know, it's fine, it's fine. We try, Lavendi. We try. We do our best. We're you know really deep, John. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. John, would you say we're, we're pretty, pretty helpful? Like, do you think there's a future for us in, you know, the, the space of, of providing help to others? I would advise anybody who's thinking of doing this not to. Hmm. <laughs> well, hmm. I'm sorry you feel that way, John. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I try. Yeah. I, I'm, John, what, hey, listen, what if, what if, we identified all as the bearded lady because we all have beards and join the circus. Do you think that's a good idea? I would advise anybody who's thinking of doing this not to. Listen, I enjoy elephants. I don't, uh, you know, fur is murder. I'll, I'll say that. But, uh, you know, the circus, they got something going on there. I think we could be, I, I, I don't know. I think we could be a, an attraction. The Three Stooges, right? And Ray's got to grow some chest here to keep up with us, so there's going to be a lot of TRT involved here. But I think we can get there. Actually, uh, we've got I told all you, the TRT Demi, covered. Demi, <laughs> we need to try that to, to apply the TRT. No, what's going to have to happen is I'm going to have to literally go swimming in a vat of Rogaine. Okay, in order for that to happen, we're going to have to. to as a matter, Ray's going to have one of those uh, those, those endless hard on my hair. He's going to have one of those endless pools, you know, that throw the jets back at you because you can just swim in like 10 feet of water. That's that's going to be Ray, but with Rogaine. And his whole body's going to yeah, spread. Yeah, I, I, was, I was visualizing the uh, isolation chamber where Ray could meditate and soak in Rogaine. He's going to no, oh, uh, do cryo Rogaine. Just wait. Wave yeah, in the future, because, guys. Be, yeah, because for me, uh, you know, for the longest time... Uh, I had three wishes for myself. And the three wishes are jacked, hairy, and tall. <laughs> okay, that those were the three wishes for me. Ray, I'm gonna tell you the I'm gonna tell you the old, the old saying. Ray, because I think that's achievable. 
Well, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say two things. One, the uh, the cry or Rogaine is actually you cry because of how itchy you are growing all that fucking hair. Number one. Number two is right. I got to tell you, one of my old boss's favorite quotes was "Wish in one hand and shit in the other, and see which one fills up first. <laughs> I don't know if any of these three are going to fork out. Hey, can we do yeah. a little housekeeping real quick, uh, please? Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll 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 bring in an arbitrator to make this decision here. Um, John, should we reconsider Joe rejoining the Discord, even though he shares screenshots <laughs> outside of the Discord? I would <gasps> advise anybody who's thinking of doing this not. To. I don't know. That's a strong opinion. That's a strong take. We'll have to continue to, to yeah. convene on this and uh, we'll figure out how. I to, I, I may actually I may actually agree with him. Uh, uh, you don't mess with Fight Club. You know, and uh, I've never nope. seen the movie, but I know the saying is that, you know, that happens. Yeah. Isn't hey, listen, listen, listen. Hey, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell Joe because I love him. He sponsors one of our segments. And when I say sponsors, I mean, we just to- totally took his name we just like say his name and, and just used it without <laughs> any, any. So I will say this is that uh, if you've ever worked, and, and Matt can attest to this, and I'm sure Leshy can, you know, if you've worked at any like trade, you know, especially, but I know the golf course, I know, you know, the turf industry, everything like that. It is definitely an industry where if you walk into that break room, that lunch room, that cruise, that shop, whatever, it is, it is give shit, get shit. And if you can't hang with that man, like. Oh boy. It it's it's mm-hmm. not gonna go well. Give shit, no. give shit. It's just well, actually, you better be sal- you better be ready to be salty and quick witted. But you gotta you gotta you gotta know the room. You gotta know where you're at, uh, where your pecking order mm-hmm. is, as how much shit you can give, mm-hmm. and how much shit you can take. Well, this is why I didn't because... do well in those situations because I sure as shit never <laughs> was able to figure out what I was allowed to give and what I wasn't. Because and that's why because people got a pound and three boat. quarters of N from pneumonia nitrate. Because well, because you're gonna get all the shit, and I'm gonna give. I don't know why a naked guy answered the door. To be honest, I was talking too much on the phone before I went out there. Hey, if you can make my grass grow like that, can you make something else grow? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, as a matter well, of fact, well, I me. Can. How do you well, like my one? Next, Lushy. Yeah, yeah me next. Lushy. That truck has been watching you. He's been waiting. <laughs> I lift weights for one reason, one reason only. That's, I ain't just making. I'll show you the way to roll up my hose. <laughs> it's actually half inch. Hey, wait! Uh, I've asked this before. I'm going to ask it again. I've asked this before. I'm going to ask it again. Lushy, you're on the phone now. Help me out with this. When you're reeling okay. in your hose, do you have to pee yep. every time you reel in the hose? Uh no, no. Now we're talking manual reel or are we talking uh, automated reel, uh, electric you know, reel. I've never, I've never had a manual reel. I'm talking about an automated reel. Every time I reel in the hose, I have to pee. I'm doing the dance because I have to go pee and I'm freaking out. And then as soon as it's rolled in and I get into the truck and I'm panicking over where I'm going to go pee, I don't have to pee anymore. It's just while I'm reeling in the hose. I can't be the only one that has to go through this. Now that was well. The pee situation is the reason I bought an enclosed trailer. Because now I have a portable bathroom. I have an empty two and a half gallon jug. I I have a, oh, I can pee. Yeah. You got a five gallon bucket. I, I go in there, shut, shut the doors, 
I just need a moment. Oh, the wind blew it shut. <laughs> maybe maybe I per- pee into the permagreen tank if I don't have a two and a half gallon jug. It's one one percent urea, and it will acidify your soil and do some mental gymnastics to allow something to turn green. I don't know. I learned that on YouTube, so we can pretty much yeah, that yeah. As being horrifically it, false. Has has Leshy asked a question yet? <laughs> no, I haven't been able to even get near one. But it. It, is this a Colin show question? question? No, I don't. Is that know. my yes. question. This, is, this has been a fun one. one. We're this just has been a good out. one. Let's be honest. I really didn't have it. <laughs> Look at this. Look at yeah. this hunk of meat right here. If that doesn't this do guy, it, something's wrong with you. Listen, this is the well, night, too. You, you guys don't know this, but I, this is I the have... night that uh, I, listen, I had the distinct and honorable privilege. Uh, you don't know this, but to my, I took this photo. To my left was the vice president of Lush Lawns. You know, if, if Lushy ever gets assassinated, the the heir apparent, the person that will assume office and be sworn in as president of Lush Lawns is to my left, Lushy Jr. And to my right, also honorable, Jesse Bousquet, Esquire. Was here? Law, was here at this yeah, dinner. He was there. Yes. You are he shitting me. And, no, I listen, and I get around Jesse and I, I, I see people. Buffet. I see people. I see okay. people. I try to I do that. That's give Jesse other, just I, the biggest hug. Oh, we we had a moment. We had several moments. And listen, uh, this was seriously like I when I travel. Hang on. This is the other part Hang about on, Patreon. You. Someone is co-signing my bullshit here. Brian Morales says I look like I'm doing a leg workout when I reel up that hose. Thank you, Brian, for understanding the 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 pain of the real hose reel. Urinary tract infection. I don't know what else. To do. So no, let me let me no. ask you this: Should, should was, we do? I, I had sweated. I had sweated every ounce of of moisture out of my body after I dragged it across the football field. You know, three hundred. You know, three hundred feet out, hundred yards down, and going across that field, dragging that hose, three four hundred feet long. And then by the time I got back, I had nothing left. They were. They just stood there. I think I might have just pissed myself and had no idea. Well, see, and that's the thing is that I feel like I need to, to urinate four and a half gallons. And then in the event, I used to make the make this mistake where I would, you know, when I worked at True Green, I had that little enclosed area that I could go in and had, had a little drain in it. You know, you just aim, aim for yep. a drain hole and, and pee pee. So I would reel in my hose. Oh, my Ray, God, I got to go. I would go in there and then I would try to pee. And I'm like, I'm dribbling. Like, I'm like, what is this? Do I have a prostate problem? What's wrong with me? Do I have, do I have a urinary tract? Speaking of which, what have I been uh, doing with my life? Two things on that, really important here. Number one, Ray, are you legally authorized to insert a catheter? I need to know that. And then, secondly, Cindy is prostates. We're going to talk about that in the pre-show on Sunday, on Thursday, Thursday. Which, again, you can only listen to if you are a member www.patreon.com forward slash burn return get in there be a member the free shows for thirsty thursday that we record on sunday nights are literally some of the best content that we put out and very few people is, uh, it because is the minimum is just, the minimum charge for discord uh cheaper than a gallon of gas right now i don't know i don't know i'm not sure where that's at right now relative to inflation we have not been uh, inflationary uh our 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 prices are uh not so elastic right rock. so we don't have to worry about you're, that you're a rock uh, solid 
Yeah, that's everything's going. Oh fine. yeah, we are. We are. We are cheaper than a gallon of gas right now, and that's <laughs> that's no fucking shit. <laughs> that's no yeah. fucking shit. And we'll take you further than t- your twenty miles or however far you get out of it. Uh, Big Vic says he's seen me work. Big Vic's who? Who are you? How? How have you seen me work? Do we? Do we know each other in real life? Did we work at church? I do have a question. I do have a question for a friend. I, I needed to know if I put down, uh, you know, two to three inches of compost on top of my lawn in July. Would that is that a bad thing? Yes. Um, yes. Very bad. Ask Matt. Ask Matt very about very... the football field. Yeah. Uh, that was biochar. That was biochar. That's different. Well, that was messy, but there, there was, there was a compost job I did and, uh, and it was hot and, uh, and the, and the compost was hot and it, it, nobody it, know. it killed the lawn. Like it didn't just like hurt it. Like it was dead. dead. Oh, it's like when you mulch a bed and the heat from the mulch comes out and kills the edge of the, the grass. Exactly. Yes. It just, it just yes. Smokes. And uh, we need yep. we need to get Speartron on the show. We need Spear the Goat to come on, and uh, we'll, we'll have a good time with him. He's he's a good kid yeah. coming up. You know, he's cutting his teeth. Yeah, I mean, we've already kind of uh, indoctrinated him a little in that. Uh, yeah, he's we we're got his own compost channel in the Discord already. Yeah, yeah. You see, we're we're a slightly different breed in that. We don't believe in brown water or brown powders. We're just not into it. Well, we're just not into I it. I generally have brown water on Friday. That's your opinion. After Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> um, but, all right, boys, we're, we're going to have to wind this up. It's 11 yeah. o'clock. Um, yeah. I got to be up at, at 6 for work. But we still have an after show to do. So if you're into that kind of thing, and, and wait, hang on, let me preface this. When we get onto the after show, we have adult humor, adult conversations. Uh, it is it is R rated, um, and uh, <laughs> and if you're into that kind of thing, you know, feel free to check it out again. Patreon.com forward slash Burner Return is the, the easiest, quickest way to get in there. You can join the Discord and all that fun stuff. Get exclusive a- access to all of us, uh, the the community that's in there as well. And uh, depending on the level that you are, you can get different levels of support along the way and all that fun stuff. Um, and of course, you get access to all of our bonus content. Our bonus content being like the early release of Burner Return. Uh, the pre-shows for Burn and Return, the after show, well, don't really do an after show of Burn and Return, but it allows people to be able to pick the, the titles of the shows and all that fun stuff. And you get our uh, often talked about uh, oh, uh, with lots of desire to be duplicated, but no one quite has the testicular fortitude to undergo such a task. And uh, that is our after show. Uh, it is highly controversial. Um, it's going to <laughs> either make you like us or hate our guts to the point that you never want to turn on anything we do ever again. And, uh, and so I'm just being uh, 100% honest about that. Uh, so if you're into that kind of thing and you want to see if we are capable of making you uh, hate us, uh, then feel free to check out our F show after this. Um, but if you would just pre- prefer to know us as the lawn guys that offer uh, quality advice from time to time, then that's perfectly okay, too. Otherwise, we are going to end this, and uh, we will see y'all on the show after the show. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Ciao. Ooh.